Well, let's welcome back Coach Taylor. Coach, do you have team updates for us? Yeah. Um, first, it's good to be back. Um, hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, team updates, um, you know, getting ready to start um, the first phase of the off-season program actually tomorrow. So that's exciting. Uh, again, as we start to build the 2023 uh, team and roster and you know, it looks you know looking promising as far as you know what we got coming back. And gotta get guys healthy too. Obviously, we, we had some injuries at the end. Everybody has injuries, but man, we got beat up pretty bad. So we gotta get kids back healthy, and then obviously start uh, building their bodies towards 2023. So excited about that. So. Well, excellent. Well, let's jump into fan questions here. We'll start with Tyler. It says, Coach, is there any thought that maybe Hamlin is not a place where a coach can have a lot of success? I mean, wow, it has been 30 years since this team had a winning season. Could you just be spinning your wheels? Yeah, I mean, something, it's funny you ask that question. I have something written on my board. <clears throat> it's a fair question, too. You know, 1995 was the last time, you know, um, you know Hamlin has had a winning season. Man. So that's, that's what motivates. That's what drives. Um, that's what, you know, keeps that, that's, that's the, that keeps the, the carrot out in front of me, tasting it, because it is a tough job, right? There's been coaches that came, the good coaches that have come through here, it's, a, it's tough to turn. So, you know, you got to keep banging at it, which we are. Um, we got good, we got good kids, good administration, uh, giving us the time that we need to, to do what we need to do. And, you know, it's, but that's a fair question. Man. It's, a, it's a tough job, man. We got to, got to, you know, at the end of the day, you got to go out there, you got to, you got to coach, you got to play and, and you got to, you got to make plays and you got to put these kids in the right situation. So that's our goal. And, you know, we're not, we're not giving up, man. We're going to keep on working at it. Next up is Joe, who I'd like to know, when you go to places to recruit, are you seeing players who have already reached out to you about coming to Hamlin, or are you just introducing yourself at camps? No, it's a little bit of both. Um, at this point now, everything you know, we got our first, we got a recruiting weekend, actually a big one coming up Saturday, and these kids are all been here, um, and you know we're trying to close them out. You know, when we go out, it's a mix of both. Sometimes we'll, you know, you'll you'll beat the bushes and find a couple of kids late, but at the, all that's all that front end, all that work was done on the front end in the summertime. So now we're out. It's it's really you know trying to close the deal and excited about this weekend coming up actually. So, Danny would like to know. He says you've had some players who have come in the spring. Are there any that you think might be here at at Hamlin for the winter uh, semester that could already start working toward next year? Yeah, yeah, we do. We have we have two. We got two coming in mid year, which I'm excited about. But um, one is a transfer, and one is a um, a kid who. Um, Wanted to start in a well, I guess they call it yeah, the spring semester. So yeah, excited about that. Very excited to join. We'll have two new guys joining the squad. So as of right now, and that could change. So we might have a couple more. I'm glad you used that word because maybe you can explain this here. So so Mark would like to know. He said, I understand that Division Three is also able to use this transfer portal that you hear a lot about at the Division One level. How does that work? Yeah. So we have a coach specifically designed. Um, uh, excuse me, specifically assigned to, you know, his first thing in the morning, he checks, he checks that portal, you know, every morning. Um, and it's funny, we, we met about it today, and it's got to be the right fit, because a lot of times kids are leaving places, one, made, one what we've seen, what we've been tracking is to get back closer to home, um, they're not happy with their playing situation, or financial, you know, so we got to be really careful um, about, you know, what we chase in the portal. It's got to be the right fit for him, because worst you could do is get a kid here, now he doesn't understand the financial piece of it, um, you know. And we just want to be up front on the front. We just want to be up front with these guys. So it's, it's very we're very selective with, you know, how we try to do it. So does the student just kind of put their name in this portal and say, "I want to play in the Twin Cities area"? How, how does that work? Yeah, you know what, man. Good question. We're learning as we go. 
um, once they enter the portal, there's a, and I'm not sure who, who even runs this thing, but there's a questionnaire that they fill out and kind of ask generic questions of why are you leaving, um, what are you looking for, what, what level are you looking for. So it kind of fifths kids out for you, and then, you know, you, you can contact them. Where in the old days, you had to go through your AD and, you know, it will put kids in a, you know, kids would be a little bit scared to, um, um, you know, be around campus. It made it a little bit awkward. Now these guys can just kind of jump jump in the portal, which it'll be interesting to see how long this lasts and how long you know it goes for. So, Interesting. Brad would like to know, how do you think Bethel fares against Mary Harden Baylor this Saturday? Oof, that'll be a good one. Um, it'll be tough. I'll tell you what, though, and you, people have heard me say it many, many, many a time. When you got a quarterback, you got a chance, man. That Rothstein kid up there, where's number one? He was doing some things in our game, man, where he was checking at the line. Now, um, the speed of the game is going to be—it's going to be—that's going to be—it's going to be a little different from what they've been facing. Um, but it'll be good. I'm excited to watch, and hopefully, Coach Johnson up the road can can get that win for the Mayak. That'd be really good for the Mayak, and good for the, it'd be good for a Mayak team to keep on playing. So, pulling for him. And he says, Coach, what about that beatdown Michigan gave Ohio State over the weekend? Was that a shocker to you? Wow, man, not a shocker. What was shocking to me was the, the guy Crum, who's got an awesome story. Anybody that listens to this show should take some time and, 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 and um, you know, just Google or YouTube the, the running back number two from 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 Michigan. Um, he's using some of his NLI money to to, to um, give back to communities. I mean, I mean, what he's doing as a as a college kid or college young man is, is absolutely amazing. So anyway, my point is he didn't play much. So what was surprising to me is the way Michigan handled them without their star running back, and that was interesting to me. So. Coach Harbaugh is a great coach, got great staff up there, and good players, man. So it was it was good to see them get a win two years in a row. That's pretty cool. Gary would like to know, how do you feel about Michigan trying to plant their flag at Ohio State? What do you think about opposing players doing that kind of thing on a rival college football program field? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. Um, that's again, that's how things get. That's how things get things get out of hand. So you know, I think that, and that's something that's got to be talked about. You got to explain it to, and I guess everything these days you got to explain the why. But you know, emotions run high. You just shouldn't do that, man. You just you just shouldn't do. It. I didn't. I did not see that, but I can only imagine what that looked like. So that's not a that's not a good thing to do, and it's not good for the game. So, Lewis says, "Boy, that that LSU Georgia game should be great this weekend. Who are you pulling for?" Man, it's crazy because I got two buddies, and they both on different staffs. Man, the D line coach at LSU is a good friend of mine. And then a DB's coach from Georgia is a, is a South Jersey guy that I follow. So it'll be interesting. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to keep my um, – dang, I can't, really, I can't really root for one. So I just want to see – want it to be a good game. I think, now, I do think it's going to be a defensive game. I think it's going to be a slugfest. So that, we'll, see how, we'll see how it fares. Our buddy Andre returns and says, what about that performance by Jalen Hurts, coach? MVP in your, in your view? Man, I'll tell you what, he keeps – he keeps stringing together uh, performances like that, and it'll be MVP, and hopefully, you know, playing in that last game is what you want to do. So um, they're, they're one at a time. They're taking it one at one at a time. You know, seventeen rounds is what Coach Sirianni always talks about, man. So they're in, I think, what is ten and one. So it's that eleventh round. So they still got a couple more rounds to go, man. With the goals we playing um, in first weekend in, in February, man. So that's what they. That's that's the goal. So I, I like how he knows when to kind of put himself at risk. To get a big play that knows to hey, yeah. I got to be careful. I got to keep myself on the field. Yeah, but he's good. Next up is is Rick. I'd like to know. He says Odell Beckham Jr. and Antonio Brown are incredible talents, but seem to find it hard to find a team that will put up with their antics. What do you think is a point where a person's character is just too much for the team? 
Yeah. Man, that's that's a good question, good thought. It's tough. You know, it's tough because at the end of the day, winning is winning is – and, and at that level, winning is the bottom line. So you're willing to go out and take chances on guys. But, I mean, those guys got some proven track records of – and I, I don't necessarily think Odell, Odell Beckham, but Tony O'Brown's got a track record, man. So it's it would be tough for a team to kind of take him on. So, yeah, but again, you know, it's a fine line between, you know, one, the best talent, but then it's got to fit, man. It's got to fit for your for your organization, too, the people that you got in your organization. So, Chad, I like to know, he says, I think a lot of people believe that Russell Wilson was going to be some type of savior in Denver. Is this offense just not built for him and his skill set, or do you think there is serious concerns about his decline, and that is why Seattle traded him? Uh, well, I think Seattle knew they what they had in Geno Smith. So that's, that's the first part. And then, you know, I don't think they wanted to, you know, because I'm not sure in the NFL, obviously, right, is different with the contracts and everything, but I'm not sure how Geno Smith's money is tied in. So maybe they wanted to, you know, get some people off, get Russell Wilson's contract off the books. I'm assuming that had something to do with it, too. So I think more importantly, they saw what they had in Geno, and they were ready to move on. And sometimes you just, it's time to move on from certain places, man. Thomas, I'd like to know if you're surprised by how far the Rams have fallen this season. Oh, man. It's, it's actually – and I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big Sean McVay guy who's the head coach out there, and I love their defensive coordinator too, Raheem uh, Morris. So they're good coaches. They didn't forget how to coach, right? They didn't forget how to coach. So it's just, you know, sometimes football, man, it happens. you got to go win those games. And, you know, so – and it's the NFL, so much parity. So hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll be able to pull together and, and string out the last couple games and, and, and feel, good, feel at least okay going into off season because they are on a little bit of a – of a, um, on a tailspin. So. Ian would like to know if Coach Taylor is watching the World Cup and what are his thoughts on the U.S. team? Ooh. Ooh. Um, you know what? I have, I have it on in the background. I do. I am a, I am a soccer fan, um, big-time soccer fan. I was, um, can't remember if it was this morning or was it yesterday. No, it was yesterday. Ghana was playing. I can't remember. I think they pulled. I know it was 2 nothing. I saw their first goal, and that was pretty doggone cool. So, um. Yeah, it'd be good to see USA, man. It'd be good to see USA advance. I think they play tomorrow. I think they play tomorrow at two or one. So that'd be cool. I'm sure I'll have it on and kind of from an earshot listening as going throughout the day with recruiting and all that stuff. So yeah, man, it's that big, big fan, big fan, and hopefully the USA can win, pull it out. Drew says, "I know you're a big Black Panther fan. Have you seen the new movie? And if you did, what did you think?" I didn't know I was a big Black Panther fan, but that's cool. Um, <laughs> um, I didn't. I, I saw the first one. I didn't see the second one. Um, I've heard good, nothing but good things about it. Um, so yeah, no, it's, I, I'm pretty sure at some point uh, when things kind of slow down, maybe closer to, to, to uh, the other holiday, the Christmas holiday, maybe I can sneak over there and, and go check it out, man. But yeah, I'm, I, I know some people that are really big into the Marvel and can recite all that stuff, and um, that's you know, it's, it's cool. Those are those are cool. Emily would like to know. She says, Coach, hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Was Coach Taylor out Black Friday shopping? Uh, no. You know what? Um, not Black Friday shopping. I did run to the store to pick pick up a couple things, and I was surprised to see. Um, it was like a hardware store, but it was like, it didn't seem like there was a lot of people in there. So my, I'm, my bet is people, a lot of, I bet a lot of people are just shopping online. Cause I, think that's, I think that's the way people go these days. So. And Coach Ter- Taylor's words of wisdom for this week. Wow, words of wisdom. You guys made me do some homework now. Um, let's see. Um, what do we got here? Hopefully I don't repeat any of these, but this is, I thought this was a good one. Three things, 
Three things in life never come back once they're gone. Your time, your words, and your opportunities. So invest your time in things and people that matter. Choose your words wisely and speak positively. Live, live with no regrets. I thought that was really cool for today. That's fantastic. Coach Taylor, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, thanks for listening.